speaking of a even worse version of Giannis, by the way, at the foul line. Oh my God. Just this. It's so like, it's so wild to me because when he came out of college, even going into college, Ben Simmons was insane. Like he went to LSU and they didn't even make the tournament, which is should have maybe been a red flag to begin with that, he, that you know, he was a talented player that couldn't get his team to the championship yeah. uh, or even into the tournament. That probably should have been a red flag to begin with. But man, Ben Simmons, for the love of God, Philly, just trade him. But just get for him who? out of there. How? Like, for what? It's well, there was that <laughs> there, there was that trade that the Rockets nixed, uh, where it was Ben Simmons straight up trade for James Harden, and that was that got nixed. The the Rockets didn't want to do that trade, and uh, so that was you know, and then he James Harden ends up going to the uh, 76er or ends up going to the you know the Nets, uh, and part of that was that the the old GM for the Rockets is the new GM for the 76ers. And so they probably didn't want to deal, do a deal with their old GM in which they thought they were losing a better player in James Harden to, you know, over for Ben Simmons, but they should have done that trade. Cause I guarantee you the 76ers would not have lost that series the way that they did. But yeah, yeah it's just Ben Simmons needs to get traded. He needs to go to team. I you'll, you're not going to get a spectacular return on him because everybody knows that there's a specific way that you have to win with Ben Simmons now, and it's not the way that they've been doing it. And like essentially, the way that you have to win with Ben Simmons, which is generally what they try to do with like LeBron, they try to do it with, but LeBron's more, you know, obviously LeBron and can hit shots and everything and can take over games. So he's a little different, but it's the same concept where you basically just surround him with shooters. So, like, I, for instance, if you went to the Warriors and he ran the Warriors offense with all of their shooters, he would be spectacular and they would be spectacular because he can facilitate and he can get some buckets and he's an incredible defender. It's just that when you're relying on him to be one of the primary scorers, he's not going to, he's not going to do that. So that's why, like, for instance, if he went to the bulls, and that's sound funny, but he went to the bulls and just was a distributor really purely uh, and defender. He, that's, he would be ideal. That would be the ideal situation for him because and if the Bulls were smart, they would sign a couple of, you know, shooters then to go with them, you know, and then you have him basically run the point and run the offense and everybody else is just, you know, there to basically take a shot when, you know, needed. And then you have your primary and secondary scorers that aren't Ben Simmons. The problem is that the 76ers have relied strictly on Joel Embiid and Ben Simmons. Problem with Joel Embiid, which you saw in this series, is he's injury prone. He has some kind of cartilage flap torn in his chest or something, and you could see the him him wincing uh, every once in a while as he ran up the field and or ran up the court and everything. And a lot of times that translates into him not wanting to be down low and bang and you know do what centers do and dominate the way that he can. And so him kind of floating around the three point line trying to hit outside shots that he's not as good at as just banging down low is the problem. And then you have Ben Simmons who. Literally, when you have a superstar on your team who's one of your main superstars and you can't play him in the fourth quarter, that's the problem. That's that's the problem. When it becomes a hack of Ben for the other team's benefit because they know that you can't hit free throws, that's a problem. Like you, there's no world in which you see that with you know any really any other superstar caliber player for a team. Ben Simmons is is I mean he shot. Dylan, there's a stat that's he shot, I think, three shots in the entire fourth quarter of that entire series. 
three yeah. shots. Like that's how bad it they is. They don't to trust have him. On the... Right? No, he's, he's a liability. I mean, he's having him on the court. You might as well have me on the court. Like it's <laughs> that's that's the problem. That's that's why it's so bad. And so they need to get rid of him and they need to trade him and recoup whatever they can to get him because I think if you it depends. Well, it it really depends on what they want to do. They can either keep and bead and keep you know uh ben and which case they're gonna have to change the way that they have done their offensive scheme and they're gonna have to bring in as many shooters as possible which they just don't really have the money for because they've given max contracts to ben simmons joel Embiid, uh harris uh who was tobias harris who was basically supposed to be the third option but yeah at times like you forget that he's there so it's just they like they can keep both they just need to immediately add all of them with a bunch of shooters around him like in good shooters so i mean or, he's going to be a salary dump is that pretty much what we're at right now like a regular season champion but more or less a salary dump in the playoffs yeah like it's gonna be because he's basically one of those where you can't play him during crunch time in important situations because the other team can a just follow him and send him to the free throw line or b test him to shoot the ball like you know it's it for a defense, it's so much easier when you go, okay, this guy can't shoot, so we can leave him wide open on the line, you know, beyond basically the key, uh, yeah. and to the three point line and on. And when he drives, we just foul the crap out of him and make sure he doesn't make the shot, and he's not going to hit free throws. So it's one of those where you just go like, okay, they basically do not care about him on the court. So then you're <laughs> playing five on four on defense, which is not going to work in anybody's favor if any offensive team. So that's the way that it is. And that's the way they've been playing in, you know, these important games in the playoffs. And so they need to get, they either need to get rid of him or they need to get rid of Embiid and build around him. And you, you can't have, you can't have both unless you surround him with, you know, eight incredible shooters that swap in. Let's be honest. Which one do you think they're going to stick with? I the the sad part is is I think that they're going to stick with both and it's just going to it's going to be one of those where they just try to switch it up a little and run it back and yeah. that's going to fail obviously uh but I think if they're going to keep one it's going to be Embiid yeah. because the Embiid is the better player and he's also like he should have tried a little bit more to to take over and should have played through the injury better but it's one of those where he did try at least a little bit, which was way more. And you could play him at the end of games, which is more than you could say about your other guy. So, and like I said, you can keep Ben Simmons. You just have to immediately surround him with a bunch of shooters and another really good scoring option. Yeah, that's and that's they. It's going to be incredibly hard to do that in one or two off seasons, unless you know you're able to recoup a lot if you trade and beat. So. What's going to happen is they're going to trade uh, Ben Simmons. It, the most likely situation, they're going to keep both. The better situation for their team is to get rid of Ben Simmons and recoup as much as you can for him. Yeah. Okay. So. And to, I mean, we just have to like, you got to invoke a little bit of drama here, but like, uh, I, I, I guess I remember I saw this earlier, but it was like the Stephen A. Smith, his report was uh, on Ben Simmons. He doesn't work. He doesn't listen. And everyone around him, his family, yep. and he's constantly babied. Yeah, I, I heard that, that too. Directly, but well, and that's the other problem too. Is is I like 
you see him in the offseason, like, you know, you've seen these videos where you're like, oh, here's Ben Simmons hitting a three during offseason. <laughs> and then it's one of those where it's not like he does it during the game. So what does it matter if he's not actually putting in significant enough time to get there? Then what's the point? You know, like, for example, uh, uh, I believe. Oh, who was it? I think it was. Was it Carlos Boozer? Might have been Carlos Boozer, who. Some it was somebody from the Bulls took like a thousand shots a day, or no? Okay. No, it wasn't Carlos Holy Boozer. I think it was like God. Chris Bosh. It was like Chris Bosh developed a three point shot by shooting like near a thousand threes a day or something like that, or a thousand shots a day. And it was one of those where like, yeah, he became a very good three point shooter, and there's a reason because he put in the time in a very short amount of time. So it's like Ben Simmons could do that if he wanted to. He just obviously is not putting in enough work. He's obviously talented enough. It's not like he can't do it, you know. Wow, that's so a thousand a day. It was something like that. Things it was something crazy. <laughs> it was something crazy like that where he was. I, I don't. Maybe it wasn't Chris. But it was somebody that was like had improved their shot a ton or their three point shot a ton, and it was because of that because they were shooting basically like near a thousand shots a day, and that's what was helping them, which is what you need to do. That's I mean. That's not funny, but you're an NBA player at this point. The only downside to Ben Simmons' game is that he can't shoot for crap. That's yeah. the only downside. He can. He's an athletic freak. He's massive. He's tall. He can finish at the rim. He can. Uh, uh, he was an incredible defender. He's an incredible facilitator. He's a, a extremely above average passer. He just is such a poor shooter and free throw shooter that there's just no point in playing him when you actually need buckets. And so that's what's always really interesting about this is that um, I don't know if you know the context of like were they forced into maxing him or was it like a situation where they had to? But no, just it's just one of those where he's a super young, talented player who. You know, it's the whole trust the process where those few years where they were just tanking very obviously in order to get guys like this. Yeah, it's the same concept. It's just that those guys finally came up for contracts. And you got to remember, too, that if you look at the 76ers in the way that they are um, in their situation and they're like the where they were seated at that point is you're looking at two young players that are super talented and you go like, oh, they'll figure it out. Right. You know, they'll put in the work, they'll put in the time to figure it out. Well, one of them is doing that in Joel Embiid, and the other one is very obviously not. And so that's where their their problem is. It's it's coming to a head in this playoffs after he's already signed a massive contract. Yeah, and that's what that's what I was getting at with that is that it's um it's interesting to me that you could get to that level and not like you could solely rely on athleticism, whatever, you know, hype potential. And you could secure the bag and get the max contract and stuff. And then there's like these reports about you don't work, you don't spend a bunch of time and stuff. I can't say as a as a normal person myself, I wouldn't do the same thing. But I think it's absolutely crazy that you could still get literally, I mean, until the NBA eventually removes max uh, contracts, if they ever do, like literally the top paying in the league and max out everything based off potential and what you've shown in limited capacities not that you are the top of the league and you know you know max the max you know attributed player or whatever but that much off of potential and you could plateau like you know you can imagine he is or or below plateauing 
and you know just be fine and he might be okay with that that's what's crazy about it to me is despite being in your team culture despite being talking you know talking with your teammates every day whatever he might be totally fine with just being like this is how i play this is what it is i'm already maxed out whatever and it sucks for the team but that it's just it's a fascinating concept i think about that a lot well and you look at it's funny because the uh we'll talk about them in a minute but the phoenix suns are like an incredible foil for the 76ers because they literally it's you know they get ben simmons the 76ers get ben simmons who is this super young talented guard uh you know coming out of college sons get devin booker who's a super talented young guard coming out of college now granted one of them is more of a facilitator than a scorer and the other one's a scorer more than a facilitator but the point still stands that they're a super young talented guard coming into the league what else do they do they both get a super talented young center coming into the league the uh 76ers get Embiid. the uh sons get deandre Ayton. well then what happens is is one of those super talented guards puts in a ton of work and a ton of time to get better and better every year. And, you know, same with both centers. And then one of their guards that I mentioned doesn't do that and just goes continuously off of his current talent, which is, you know, his talent is at a star level, but he's never going to be a superstar level talented player because of his lack of work that he's putting in on the crucial parts of his game that need it. Yeah. So, and that's the problem with Ben Simmons is you literally, you know what the, your problem is. That's, that's the thing with Ben Simmons. He knows what his problem is. He's an incredibly gifted passer, incredible defender, incredibly athletic, could do it all, just needs to shoot, just needs to shoot and hit free throws better. And you know, that's the case. You know, that's the case for the last five, six years. So just do it, you know, go in the off season, work entirely on your shot every single day, put in, you know, thousands of hours this, you know, off season. And guess what? You'll show, you'll have a much better shot come next year. If you actually put in the work and time and it doesn't seem like he ever has done that. And that's why he's going to continuously be that. And like you said, he might be just comfortable being at the current level he's at, which is unfortunate for the team he's on. But again, like there's in, Again, you can win with Ben Simmons. It's just there's a very certain formula that you have to follow, which is that you need to surround him with a ton of shooters. And the 76ers don't have the money to do that. And they don't have the players to do that right now on the current roster. So yeah. that's the problem is you're, you now are basically using two superstars that aren't well suited to play with each other. And you're going to be doomed to forever be, make it to the playoffs and maybe win a series or two here and there, and that's it. 